The oldest and strongest emotion of mankind is fear, and the oldest and strongest kind of fear is fear of the unknown. H.P. Lovecraft Everyone fears something. Fear is built into us, and if you are really lucky, it will not consume you. There is a niggle at the back of your brain, reminding you not to hang your legs off the bed, not to look behind you as you run up the stairs at night after turning off the light. When passing a mirror, you hope that it was only your reflection you could see. That inch of movement you think you've seen from the corner of your eye. That blood-run cold feeling you get for no reason. That is fear. Welcome to a look into the unknown, where fear is always on the cards. Welcome to Paranormal Power. Good evening, Paranormal Jibbers and Paranormal Jabbers. How it goes? It's great to be back here. And uh, yes, you'll probably notice J-Mac ain't here this week. We've killed him. Yep, he did. <laughs> so, he's, so he is with us, uh, but he's with us in spirits. In fact, yeah. we have, before we kick the show off, we have a video message here from J-Mac uh, for you all. So without further ado. All right, fellas. Sorry I can't make it tonight. As you can see, I'm having an absolutely mental one here in Lanzarote just kind of got enough of the partying um, so have a good show with it mate, I know it'll be hard because I'm just I'm just gunning levels of class um, but I, I will actually let you know there has been some strange goings on in the city of, where are we? Playa Blanca um, this weird thing seems to happen to people when they come here where they don't know how queues work and they just toddle in front. I don't know if it's a paranormal thing or if folk are just idiots. But we'll find out. I'll see if it, I'll keep track of it for the rest of my holiday and I'll check in with the next one. But have a nice one and I'll I'll be commenting all the way through your show anyway. Winner. That's where you're supposed to respond. Oh she, sorry. This is why she's doing show business. Have a good one. Bye. <laughs> He is gunning levels of class. Oh, he is. He is. <laughs> Mate, um, the, I was totally expecting a fart there. Funny wee story, actually, right? So the guy that designs this uh, this, this show art, right? Craig Matthewman. You can find a lot of his stuff out there on uh, Redbubble, right? But that's him, right? So Matthewman and I have met in real life because I've kind of met up with him a few times. J-Mac had never, ever met him, right? Never, ever met him. Only ever spoke on this show conversations uh messages emails and this stuff he goes away to lanzarote he texts me he goes kev i think i've just seen matthewman right and i'm like what no. matthewman is also on holiday right now ta -ta -ta! matthewman oh. and jmac on the same holiday what's nice. the chances in that look at this <laughs> look at this right never met in this country they both so happened to go to Lanzarote at the same time without even knowing and bump into each other. Is that that's not amazing? Awesome. <laughs> that's an unlikely occurrence. I like that. It. Is serendipitous. Eh? Janice uh, Marie is. Faust says, Hey guys, Janice, it doing? is a pleasure to have you back in with us. Yeah. Pleasure for us to be back. Absolutely. And J Mac says, He says hi, by the way. Forgot to put it in the video. He will batter me. 
<laughs> oh yeah, Matthew. Matthew Man, oh, I'm assuming he's talking Matthew Man, Ah, nice, nice, nice. So tonight we're gonna chat a little bit about spooky stories. Everybody knows someone or everybody's been around someone or just heard or read crazy stories, and some of them stick with you and you're like, hmm, don't know if that's real. And some of them are because they're from personal experience. Ray Faust says hello. Hello, Ray. I hope you and Janice oh. are sitting with a nice cup of cocoa and and you're comfortable for this evening's entertainment. Kieran, Absolutely. how are you, my friend? In fact, and tell the well. story. You've been doing some audio for Jibber Jabber and you had a bit of an experience today. Please, the floor is yours. I did. Um, so, yeah. So, what I've decided to kind of take on board is... Um, narration of of stories throughout scotland like ones that aren't necessarily they've got not got enough meat on the bones to fulfill um an entire episode per per item so i've decided i'm just going to do snippets of these stories and call it general gist and and dish it out so i had a little bit of free time today okay i was at work so i was like okay i've got some quiet time i'll do some recording and i was halfway through recording something and I was entirely on my own. There was nobody else around. Uh, there's a guy that lives above us, but he was actually a way out. Um, and of course, I'm recording, so I've got all the doors shut, everything quiet, whatever. And there was an obscenely loud bang in the room where I am. Uh, I've not told Michaela this, so she's listening. She's going to kill me. Um, but like, and I don't mean like a. Like something falls, it's like a wee click or whatever. Like, no, no, it was like an actual, like, like a, a proper bang. Uh, and luckily, I was recording at the same time. And it's all on tape. It's oh, quiet. Oh, you had it. And if only, Kev. If well, only. well. It's, it's quiet, but it's definitely there. Well, um, let's hear it. Let's hear it. I'm going to play it now. Um, let's inspect. So, Yep, so what happens is I, I finish off a sentence and right after it there is a a, a, a crack, essentially, is the noise I'm putting it down to. Hmm. Okay, here we go. The Superintendent of Commissioners of Northern Lights. Now, that's not, like, as you can tell, that's not right in front of the microphone, so therefore it can't be me. If it was me, you would hear it. I'm sat dead still, as you are, when you're recording, you, you know, you're you're... You're like, you know, microphone and you sit and you don't move. And the only thing you adjust is your breathing and that's it. And I swear, I damn near shat myself. <laughs> I'm going to play it. I'm going to play it again for everyone at home. Here we go. Superintendent of Commissioners of Northern Lights. And it is like a proper, like, hit. Um, mm. And I'm... Uh, so actually, this is a good, a good spot, actually. So it sits... Uh, I'm sat just behind where I am now. Um, facing this um, and uh, and it was it was against that wall and it was uh, well. I, and there's nothing out on the outside of that wall there's nothing there so the outside of that wall is just a, 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 an empty path and the only way to get past it mm -hmm. is that path in front of me so yeah mm. um, it was, I can uh, still hear them or have you got, are you clicking a pen or is that a, a ghost Oh no, that's me. Sadly, that one uh, is me. I don't uh, have a pen when I'm recording, so that is. Uh, I, I realise it's bad timing, uh, but uh, <laughs> um, yes, no, that was. Uh, I that happened today while I was in the middle of recording, and I'm not going to lie. I 
uh, I had to obviously edit the the audio, trim it to send it to you. Um, mm -hmm. But I did say. <laughs> well, Michaela yeah, says, "Well, I've not told, I don't told you that story." We're moving. Uh -oh. <laughs> um, Jibber Jabber podcast writes in. Wait a minute. Oh, how is that possible? No. How is so this will possible? be J Mac. He says, yeah. "Check outside and see if there's a pigeon with a broken neck outside your kitchen window." Well, the thing is, I did that. I went and checked. Uh, I took a wee rummage around the house, checked the bathroom, checked all adjacent walls to this, but it was here. It was in this mm. vicinity. It was behind where I was sat. Um, mm. And there was, you know, and there was no other noise, no nothing. Um, and it took me off guard. Not going to lie. Sometimes, mate, sometimes I find in my house the creepiest of noises, and it's usually folk walking. And I'm like, that's definitely my stairs. Look over at the wife, and I'm like, eh? And she's like, uh, you're not you're not moving now. <laughs> I'm like, it's definitely I've got a wee story here. So a wee short one, right? And mm. uh, I found it to be very good. So an elderly man living alone in Scotland wanted to plant his annual tomato garden, but it was very difficult to work since the ground wasn't hard. It was hard, sorry. His only son, Paul, who used to help him, was in prison, strange ways, Manchester. The old man wrote a letter to his son and described his predicament. Dear Paul, I am feeling very sad because it looks like I won't be able to plant my tomato garden this year. I am just getting too old to be digging up the garden plot. I know if you were here, my troubles would be over. I know you would be happy to dig the plot for me. Like in the old days. Love, Dad. A few days later, he received a letter from his son. Dear Dad, don't dig up that garden. That's where the bodies are buried. Love, Paul. At 4 a.m. the next morning, CID officers and local police arrived and dug up the entire area without finding any bodies. They apologized to the old man and left. The same day, the old man received another letter from his son. Dear Dad, go ahead and plant the tomatoes now. That's the best <laughs> I could do under the circumstances. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's brilliant. Sorry. I had to get that one out of the way because it wasn't that scary, but I thought it was class. Oh, it was too that's good. good. To I like not. that. A wee twist. I like that. <laughs> Like <laughs> There's a uh, Heather saying, "Ha ha 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 ha!" Heard that before. Ha 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 ha! Yeah, Heather. I can imagine, man. I can imagine. <laughs> I, like that. That <laughs> I know, I know. We've got uh, another story here. I'll read as well before we get on to your. I feel like yours are going to be more fleshed out than mine. Um, I would bet on it. Uh, I don't know, like, but there's one here that I've got from uh, Alistair Neal, the UK predator. He wrote to us on social media and he said, when my son was a baby in his cot, we used to go in his room and he would be standing looking up at the wall, smiling, reaching out sometimes, saying, man with the hand. I'm thinking Vecna. It was a regular occurrence. Then when he was three years old, we were looking through old photos and out of nowhere pointed to a photo of my dad. He said, man with the hand. <gasps> My dad died when my son was a few months old and didn't get to see him. But always when we were kids, my dad used to always put his hand on our head as a gesture. It was a, th it was his thing he did all the time. Mate, that's amazing. Nice. Like that's amazing. Like that. See, I've heard a lot of stories yeah. like that, mm -hmm. right? That man with the hand and then pointing them out. Mate, that's a short story. That is. I like stuff like that's that. A, There's always that's a... phenomenal. There does seem to be a lot of, um, especially stories that have like grandparents that die early in the kid's life. The kids will come back 
um, uh-huh. and visit, and obviously the kids are like, oh, look at this. But I like uh, stuff like that. Jibber jabber, that was Jay. <laughs> Nothing like naming a prison like you want a Netflix show made about it. Janice says, I love that one, but when I heard it, it was told, oh, it was potatoes. Um, <laughs> maybe clarify he dresses as the predator. Easy to misconstrue the word predator. <laughs> <laughs> Every time. Every time. Alistair Neal is a, a predator in the sense that he dresses up as the predator from yes. the movie Predator, yes. played by yes. well, Jean-Claude Van Damme at one point. But yeah, not he's not an actual, you know, chap, chap, chap. Well, here for your protection, we've got a duty of care. None of that shit. <laughs> uh, I, that's, that's a brilliant story. What an ice cream! Or some jelly rings! If you have any, if you, if you do any, have any stories that you'd mm. like to write in and tell us about, you can find us on all social media platforms. It's easy. It's just Jibber Jabber Podcast everywhere. You can go to jibberjabberpodcast.com. We have an email address, uh, which jibberjabber store at uh, jibberjabber scotland at gmail.com. Write in, tell us your scary happenings, and we'll be sure to read them out here on the paranormal battery. Absolutely. Kieran, before we'll, we'll kind of hit it back and forth here with some stories. Yeah, man. Are there any personal stories actually that you have that are like, oh, um, other than the ones I've kind of spoke about before? Um, mm. I mean, there's always the one of the, the woman in the hotel. That, that I worked in that kind of freaked me out a wee bit. Uh-huh. Um, not sort of freaked me out, but just again took you off guard. Um, I've had some that I, you know, I, I can't necessarily explain. Um, mm-hmm. Here's a good one, actually. I was living at my dad's house, and my dad's house was uh, this is before I moved out a long, long time ago because uh, I'm an old man now, and uh, my dad's house was always a bit odd at times, you know, like they'd have like, so in the kitchen, the next, behind the kitchen, I was like, there'd be like kind of utility room and guaranteed at least once or twice a week, you know, things would come flying off that counter and hit the wall or the ground, you know, it was just, it was just something that happened. Um, So my bedroom was downstairs um, and I was the only person that slept on the ground floor, everyone else was upstairs. Uh, I say ground floor, it's like, it's not a mansion, it's just one, two floors, it's just the ground one. <laughs> I realised I said that and it sounded bad. Um, so I was I was sleeping downstairs and uh, I was half asleep. Uh, it was kind of middle of the night and uh, we had, at the time, the, the greatest dog in existence. He was a big uh, black Newfoundland called Marvin, just the biggest, loveliest bear uh, and he was awesome. But you see this thing, like, in the morning, he would come in and, like, just look at you and he would jump up in your bed to wake you up. And obviously, this is, like, you know, like, 14, 15 stone. Like, he was a machine. Um, so sometimes my door would open and I'm like, okay, it's, it's Marvin, not an issue, whatever. But I was lying in bed one night and I'm, I'm kind of facing the wall away from the door and my door kind of opens and I'm like, oh, okay, cool, it's a dog, it's fine. He'll come in, he'll walk about and he'll go back out, whatever. And I heard this kind of low, kind of guttural growl um, like l- properly low, slow end, like uh, uh, not even a growl, but more of a like a rumble. But you could tell it was vocal enhanced, you know. But so I was kind of like, maybe he's a bit annoyed at me for something. He did that, you know. I was his uh, his his chew toy essentially. Like we got him when I was just in my early teens, so I was his playmate essentially. We used to fight with each other. 
you know, I used to pull him out of his bed and I would get in it and then he'd pull me out of his bed. You know, you would have a laugh. But because he was a big dog, you got away with it. So I was like, all right, maybe he's just he's just annoyed at me for something. He'll come in, have a grumble, and away he went. And then I heard a a scratch, like a like a like a scratch down the wall, um, right above where I was, um, and right above where I was is a poster that I still have. Uh, you can't see it; it's actually on that wall there. Mm. Um, I'll I'll get it down. I'll, I'll show you at some point. Um, but. It's uh it's one of those like three D posters. So at the front is all that like integrated uh, straight lines that make mm-hmm. it three D yeah. how you look at it. And the poster was scratched, but not the lines. It was scratched on the actual image on the inside of the wall. Mm. I still have it. It's still there. Michaela doesn't like it, um. But that that was one that I woke up in the morning and I'm like. That wasn't real. Like, I, you know, you, you wake up and you're like, I think I imagined that. Mm. And then I was looking up and I look at the poster and I'm like, no, that happened. <laughs> like, no, no, that that happened. Um, That's never got an answer for it. Never got. An See, for it. something similar kind of happened to me, and I don't know. I don't know if it's if it's realistically a, a mm. paranormal happening, but when it was it was Halloween one one year, and I came home from trick or treating, it must have been early primary seven maybe first year in high school i came home and i had bunk beds so i I came home into my room turned the light on it lit up and then just went out and i'm like what the hell that's quite weird and this was after me walking past the same church that was local to me that has the daughter of robert burns buried in there right Mm. because she married one of the baileys from the bailey estate which is what brought her over this way yep so it says in there, you know, here lies the daughter of Robert Burns. And I think it was really cool. Uh, so I've been in plenty of times. But I walked past that church and one night it just looked very eerie. Kind of like the background picture to this show. It looked mm. very eerie and smoked passion at the top of it. And I remember feeling very like, oh, I don't feel great. Kind of feel like something paranormal is happening, eh? Yep. Then I went, I went home, turned the light on. It kind of blew and stayed dark. So I was like, oh, oh well. Turned the light off, went to bed. Then as I'm lying there, I proper feel like there's a presence. I look up, and the bulb's no longer in my light. So I'm like, what? And then I'm like, the bulb was never found, mate. But how did the light turn on? The light turned on and went off, like it blew. So where was the bulb? bulb? Where'd the bulb go? Yeah, but the light Uh, turned on. Like the room lit up, there was a bulb, and then it just blew, almost. Just disappeared. Crazy, right? Now, there might be some no, logical, scientific explanation to it, mate. I've right, not but... got one for that. Not if the light was to go on, because even without mm. the filament through the bulb, it would still... Mm-hmm. like the Electricity doesn't... It does have light to it, but not if mm-hmm. it doesn't have the filament to go through the bulb. Yeah. No, I, I can't answer that one. But then, I, well, that's... that's Nah, I can't answer that. That's Mental, that's though, eh? That's got some here from the, uh, the comments here. Janice says, my 21-year-old son told me when he was like three that my father was standing in our kitchen, but my father passed when I was nine. Oh, Janice, we're going to need a bit more yeah, than really that. More than that. Did he, he was he able to set out defining features and anything like that? Yeah, how did he know that that was your father? Give yeah. us more, Janice. Michaela Manzakova says, when we were recording an audiobook, we kept hearing a whistle in the background like someone was whistling. We have a few recordings of it. Michaela, I, please. I do, I do need to dig them out. 
get them over to us. That that's true. To yeah, that's true. So we, um, one of the things that we're working on at the moment is a is an audiobook mm-hmm. um, that uh, is weird. It requires you know we're both doing it at the same time, and there were. I'd say probably four or five occasions where we were recording this and as soon as one of us would stop talking there's like a little gap and then there's a clear as day whistle yeah. um, and again same premise like you know I, I might look like a like a, a washed out hobo uh, but I am professional when I need to be so when we're doing recording you know it is like soundproof that is all done properly um, mm-hmm. and again no external factors um, yeah and we've got a few recordings of that actually that's a that's a very good but I forgot about them Get them, mate. Yep. Let, yep. Let's hear them. Jibber yep. Podcast says, I was sleeping on the ground floor. Daddy was in the parlor with Jeeves. J-Mac says, maybe it exploded. <laughs> were your feet bleeding? J-Mac, my feet were not bleeding. And if, if anything explodes in that room, trust me, I'm a size 12. and Probably have been a size 12 since I was 12. Yep. Right? I would have got some glass on those bad boys, and there just wasn't. There just never was an explanation to it. There know? was just never a bulb there. Nah, no, that's baffling. It just disappeared. Like... Absolutely disappeared. Utterly, now, utterly baffling. I don't know why I don't ever talk about that one when we spoke about um, paranormal stuff, and I think it's yeah. purely because I've never looked at it as really paranormal because I just assumed the bulb fell out, but it just mm-hmm. never was there. And then I realised, well, wait a minute, you've got to twist the bulb and apply pressure for it to come out. Mm-hmm. You know, um, Here's Janice giving us more, I hope. I asked him the same thing. He said his name was Larry and described him perfectly. He said they've known each other before. Oh, Janice, man, oh, Janice. I like that. they've known each other before. Like, this kind of yeah, this is getting deeper it. and deeper. Yeah, in what sense? <laughs> Y'all being reincarnated around her, you <laughs> <laughs> well, no, because if he was reincarnated, he wouldn't have seen himself, so he can't have been. That stuff needs to go in my MySpace. Um, <laughs> Janice, absolutely, Janice, this is yeah, uh, need more, definitely need more. What so? What age did Janice say? What age he was? Um, Aye, when he was when I was nine. No, so Janice's father passed when, when she, she was nine, nine and her and son, son was, was three, three at the time. At the time, so what? Think about it. When you're three years old, there's no. You no. say what you see. There's yeah, no. There's no filter. That crap up. There's no filter. To be you fair don't... though, hmm, I have asked my my girls questions at several points. I've been like, "Did this mm. happen? Like, did it? You, hey, Rosie." Did a dragon come to your room and burst through your window and try and steal you? She'll be like, yeah, yeah, it did. Well, so, obviously. That's awesome. But, <laughs> so I don't know. But hey, I think stuff like that, if he's describing the, the, the guy to a T, there's there's stuff to that. But then look at know? what what, um, what J-Mac had said about his kid. You know, his son mm-hmm. was able right. to recount these things. So, you know, it does happen. Mm. That is yeah. quite, it's, it's, it does happen. So that is Scary, man. Heath Dow says, are you sure the screw or bayonet fitting wasn't still in the socket for the bulb? Although there would have been bits mm-hmm. of bulb over the place. And then she says, hmm. The thing <laughs> is, I've, 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 you know, and we've all done it. We've all had bulbs blow as soon as you turn them on. Mm-hmm. But the bulb's still there. And even it if stays. the bulb isn't there, you can't just put another bulb in. You've got to take out the fractured fixings and all these things. So The, the best way I can describe it is, Imagine you turn like so. I thought I turned it on, and you know that way when it lights up and then goes, makes that sound, yeah. right? Yeah. So I thought, oh okay, bulbs fucked. Cool. I turn the switch back off, get into my bed, right, and I'm lying there, and I'm like, that's quite creepy, especially now that I feel creepy and I walk past that big creepy church. That's quite creepy. That, and yeah. I'm looking up and I'm not seeing the the bulb, 
And I'm like, what yeah. the hell? And I look and there's no bulb there. Right? There was nothing. There was nothing anywhere. Right? Mm. So I don't know. Maybe maybe within that time of me getting climbing up my wee stairs, somebody came in, Sonic was in and tamed the bulb or something. But <laughs> nah, there just wasn't. It was a dark just room. Not. Well, the fact that you yeah. turned it on first. That's um, the thing. And yeah. there's always going to be people that will be like, well, you should you actually turned it on or you think your brain just made you think you turned it on. That's why it went bright. And But then no, my, if you, turned on, you, you know what? If you turn on a light, you turn on a light. It's that simple. Well, my answer to that question would be, are you sure you just asked me that question? Or are you sure you didn't just make that question up and I'm just answering you in your peripheral and all that and the hedgehog went up the exhaust pipe and ended up in the sewers? That's what I would say to them. Like, <laughs> of course I'm motherfucking sure. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, some things... Some things you can say, ah, oh, you know what? Maybe I didn't, right? Yeah. But there are things where you're like, no, I definitely did. Like, yes, I definitely today, I definitely, definitely did hand my daughter a bottle of juice and she did pour it all over my wife's car. Definitely happened. So sure of it. Felt it. It was wet. Are, juice are bottle not, was empty. Are, are you not learned with your kids and liquids yet? No. <sighs> well, I have just. Just carefully. Hmm. <laughs> J Max says, "This is weird. I keep taking a breath to talk. Then remember, I'm not." J Max, you are still here. Just type exactly. It. You're still there. You for everyone at home watching. J Max was supposed to be on the show tonight, yeah. um, <laughs> but then things changed. Things have happened. <laughs> Circumstances out with his control, but he's still with us here in spirit anyway <laughs> and to be honest i didn't expect them to be on the show i kind of expect no, them still not. to be doing mate you're doing your bed at this time anyway get your ass down to the all-inclusive bar fucking oh man get your good excuse of an alcoholic honestly <laughs> oh guys hiya it's always on the paranormal pattern eh? and i even put a lock on the door you see that thing up there Aye. But, Never logged it though, did you? Well, no, but you know what? Give us a second. On you go, man. On you go. I'll just, uh, I'll just talk to myself because that's entirely plausible. There we go. I'll just that stick won't with be that. happening again. Ah, uh, bother, apologies, apologies. Unbelievable, man. Unbelievable. The joys of a father, man. It's fine. <laughs> on. By the way, by the way, just for a second here, right? Yeah. <sighs> right. So. Typheron actually followed us online and I was like, I managed to see his picture and had a look to see if I could recognize him. Then I actually recognized something that was on his badge, which is a local store, quite local mm. to me. I went yep. in to look for him, to offer him free tickets to an event that I was holding. Couldn't find him. I was like, hey, does Typheron work here? And they're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> does Typheron work here? And they're like, not a clue. I show a picture of them to to the the, the staff, and they're like, hey, "I think he's been in here once or twice before." So the hunt the hunt for Typheron is still on. Typheron, my friend, I took you free tickets to an evening with an actor. Uh, it was a great night. I took you two free tickets there, and I don't know if they you passed were, them on. You a wall. Uh, I never seen you at the event, so the chances well, are would, they never passed them on. Hey. The chances are it's not what the guy looks like. Like, I don't know. I don't know. It's, I don't know. Guy's and you know more the, the guy's more elusive than Nessie. Like, it was just... <laughs> <laughs> no, right. And another thing is, I don't even think I'm pronouncing his name right. I don't think it's Typheron or whatever. Uh, but he does say, if there was something connecting the terminal point, sent, he bulb, 
I think he means in the bulb. Yeah. Points in the bulb. <laughs> CJ Mack usually picks me up. It would have acted as a filament and promptly burst into flame for a second, providing the light. Right. Yes, that's true. But again, you would have to have taken the bulb out and inserted some sort of metal filament in its place. And even if you were to remove, even if it was a bayonet and you were to remove it and not remove it all fully, either wouldn't be enough to provide a gap linkage as a filament in principle to pre- create the light. Or if it did, you would it would burn and then it would fall out. Mm. So something would still have fallen out of the bulb. Mm. He has a point, but again, even if that was the case, you would still find evidence of that. Yeah, just nothing. My mum wasn't like, eh, what's on your floor? Never stood on the hand. Yeah, and even if, and then if there was, it would still be an issue of being able to get a bulb back in, if that's the case. Hmm. I know, but nothing like that. Typhoon said, would not explain there not being a bulb there in the first place, however. So he's on it. J-Mac says, the boohoo's has more water in it than your computer mate. Yeah. <laughs> you may... <laughs> you may... Uh... You may ask yourself, why were we not live here as normally last week, right? And we were on Clubhouse, which, by the way, I'd love to oh. invite you all over to our Clubhouse sessions. It's so much fun. And J-Mac, put it this way, all I... this is this is us on Clubhouse. This, ladies and gentlemen, J Mac, and I'll just sit like this, and I'm happy to because phenomenal. But we'll get more into that at some point. Yeah. The last last week, I had to kind of give this this here PC a, a rest because right above me is my bathroom, and my daughters turned the bath on and kept it on, and and the bath water flooded, and and then and here was like a shower. So I was like, oh no, all my expensive equipment that I pretty much do everything I love with. Oh no. But <laughs> thankfully, the gods were on my side and only my table's fucked. So I got a new table that I'll be putting in after tonight. <laughs> <laughs> so so yeah, um, Janice says, he said they met in another life and stayed friends on the other side. Hmm, so we just indeed before. Hmm. Oh no, man, we're going back into this medium thing of being in this alternate place and then you're mm. chosen and Well, there might be something to that then. There might be a there bit might more be. to that. There might be. I'm not asking them. But mm. there might be. That's actually you know, I will. Mm-hmm. I am um, earlier I was in the shop and I was going, What will I drink tonight on the show? I thought I've got whiskey at home. Right, but I don't drink to get drunk or anything, I always drink just to enjoy it. And uh I walked past a bottle of Henry Weston's and I thought should I do it just for a just for a tribute to J Mac? Because I'm sure by now he's sponsored by Henry Weston. Do you know if J Mac <laughs> if J Mac got ran over, right? The drip would contain Westons, and that would bring him back to life. <laughs> oh, he's a no saline solution, just just <laughs> just Weston. Was your son did a four tactical Kev? What? Was your son did a did a four did a four tactful Kev? <laughs> As always, you will notice that our, uh, our 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 presenters are just woeful with their, their mannerisms and their soft and gentle approach to life. It's just Do you know it's funny. See, a lot of the times when I say things, 
it only really becomes funny after J Mac reminds me what I've said. <laughs> that was just he just calls you out on how awful half of the things. That's true. That's true. Yeah, it's, it's just <laughs> it's just Sunday. Outstanding is what it is. <laughs> outstanding. again. Reminds me of the <laughs> Why Are You Gay guy. Oh, I've never seen that. <laughs> What's that? Ah. I don't think I've ever seen that. I'll, I'll need to definitely check that out. Yeah, um, so, I, Kieran, give us one of those proper send the shivers up your spine stories, mate. I know you've got something waiting. Mm, I came across a couple. Um, I'm not going to lie, the first one is from a rather pompous source, which I'm not proud of myself. Huh? But it's from Reader's the... Digest. Ooh! I, I thought know. you were to say The Onion. Oh, no, I went to The Onion. It was awful. Um but no, I was it's Reader's Digest this one, and um, it's just a, a collection of of horror stories and um, scary stories told from kids to their parents, and then it's sent in. Uh, and this one's called "The Boy with No Eyes." Oh, I, I think I've heard something similar to this, but probably not. Yeah. But let's go for it. I, after I read through it, and it's got I was like, "Ooh, all right, okay." So, um, <laughs> so the story goes. Uh, one night when I was 10, I was awoken by my bedroom door opening, followed by someone sitting on my bed. So uh, that turns out this is actually sent in by a Reddit user, KenMondo4. Uh, <laughs> that which is just an incredible name, KenMondo4. So recalls of a childhood brush with a very persistent ghostly apparition. So I felt my leg grazed and the bed sink under a person's weight. It's just mum, I thought, and I opened my eyes. It was not my mum. I found an eyeless boy. He had black, empty sockets, oh. about my age, sitting on the <laughs> foot of my bed. He extended his hand, and in it was a little box. I was startled, but reached out. He pulled back, and I reached out again and said, give it, like a ten-year-old should. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely love it absolutely love it so, so uh, I then blinked and when I reopened my eyes he was gone but I could still see the imprint where he'd sat on my bed fast forward five years and my girlfriend came over to do homework you're 15 don't do that after she finished <laughs> <laughs> Focus! <laughs> she took a nap while she waited for her parents. While they arrived, I tried waking her up. She opened her eyes suddenly, looking up at a corner where the wee, where the wall met the ceiling. She pointed there and went back to sleep. I shook her again. She came to full consciousness and I explained what she'd done. She looked haunted, she up on the wall. I saw a little boy with no eyes. He was there, in a weird Spider-Man pose, staring at me. I freaked out and told her my story about the same kid. Fast forward another five years. I was with the same girlfriend, and we had a two-year-old. We were living in my parents' house in my old room. My daughter started waking up and staring at the same time, at the same point throughout the night. And she'd talk. After a while, I noticed that she almost had the same conversation every night. Playfully, I asked her once who she was talking to. She said, it's a little boy. He's nice. He's lost, but he's looking for his mummy. 
My daughter's nightly conversation, <coughs> excuse me, nightly conversations continued until we got our own place later that year. Hmm. And ended worse than I thought, but that's the start of that one. It's not as Mate, great as I remember. No, but it still is quite creepy. Mate, let me tell you a wee story as well, right? This is not so much paranormal, but more eerie and mm. reasons why you shouldn't go back to someone's house after you meet them on Tinder for the first time. Um, this lassie, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep it quite short. Like the, the full story is longer, but I'm going to keep it quite mm. short. Lassie meets Guy, chat a wee bit on Tinder. They go out for a date. Everything seems to be going all right. She's like, okay, uh, you can come back to mine. They go back to hers. She's like, hmm, started looking at me a bit weird. Started Something just fell off, so I asked him to sleep on the couch. He obliged. Then she went into her bed, went to sleep. During the night, he had a big thump. Woke up and was like, hmm, something doesn't feel right. You know that that eerie feeling when you're like, hmm, something's going on in my house. She locked yep. her bedroom door, phoned the police. The police came and says, he's left. We're still trying to find him. Uh, he must have seen us coming. But it's best for you if you don't go out into your living room. She's like, the fuck you mean? She went into her living room and everything was fucking proper Dexter shrink wrapped. Mate, he was proper going to paint her fucking house. Yeah, I've heard, <laughs> I've heard that story a few times. What? Story, honestly, man, that's. I've heard that story a few times. Mm -hmm. Crazy, man. Crazy. Janice says. Up. I've been watching a show called Paranormal 911 and there are some serious scary stories. Uh, willing to check that out. I know Stegel loves a lot of these shows. J-Mac says, please try to play this before the show closes. J-Mac, if you could send that to me privately, please. I can't copy and paste that link from where it's at. Um, you should know this. <laughs> laugh. Uh, and then he says, burn the fucking house down. Um, yes, in that case with the dude with the knee sockets. Absolutely. And then he says, hi, John Fulton. Hey, are you called John Fulton? <laughs> Whoa, now that's scary. Janice. Yeah. Right? Right? I mean, right. call me call me old fashioned, but yeah, you know, this I, is the I, reason you get to know people before biting them into your gaff. I, I think you get to know this guy, it's irrelevant. I think a majority of people are are, are murdered by somebody they know. That's true. That's true. Which is scary, man. Oh, you've just um, gone dark. There we go. He's back. Who's back? Ah, you, your screen went off a blank. Mine? Oh, apologies. Mm. Um, J-Max sent in a, a video for us to watch. Shall I play it now before we get to our next? Go with it. Ah, right, go All for right, it. Right, let's go for it. Who knows what it'll be? J-Max said, who knows? <laughs> I know, I know, right? Fingers crossed. He's all seeing this, yeah? Absolutely, man. Okay, let's let's see what this is then. Let's see what this is. One of the gay rights activists, Mr. Should I call you Mr. Pepe Julian Onzima? Thank you for coming in. Thank you for good morning. I've seen this. Why are you gay? <laughs> <laughs> you are gay. Um, <laughs> lesbian? Homosexual? How can oh, I describe my. you? As gender. You are initially male or female? The sex that was assigned to me at birth was female. And you opted to become male. Did you discover that you are actually meant to be male? <laughs> right that is no filter. That's awesome. <laughs> so as we stand today, are you dating any female? Yes, I am. You have a girlfriend? Yes, I do. 
while in transition, you're having a girlfriend. Yes. Uh, Do you perform the natural obligations? Uh, doesn't that make you gay? <laughs> what do you mean, doesn't that make me gay? I am, I am male. <laughs> so who is gay? <laughs> oh, that's amazing. J Max says African Kev. <laughs> Just, Just no filter. Say what you like. think. Which is some Absolutely. That's a that's a wee t-shirt. That. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, isn't oh man. Good. I'm trying to think if there's any more personal stories of mine that. I've been scary. Do you know, I've had, not, I won't say visions, right? Because you never, I can't really say something's one way or the other, but there is most definitely a vivid image of me when I was a ch child. One of the youngest, youngest, youngest memories I can ever remember. It was, it was Christmas. I was looking at the window and the snow was falling, right? And this was a, a magical time in my life when I was young. You'd see the holidays are coming, holidays are coming. Oh, right? the cool I, guard there. Right, the tree would be lit up. You'd see the presents. Yeah. Oh, man, this was probably the most excited I could be as a kid. Like, yeah. In the days Coca-Cola van used to come to Asda. Yeah, uh, no. <laughs> I, used to, I used to go to Asda in Livingston. I used to be able to go see Yeah. Yeah, uh, so because I never grew up in that area, that's probably why not. Uh, that would have been cool, man. That would have been good. Cool. Oh, look, Craig. <laughs> Craig Matthewman is in the house uh, from sunny Spain. That's where right. New York is, right? Uh, Matthewman, J Mac, and Matthewman in this in the same place right now. So I so I remember being so excited. Oh yeah, yeah. And I remember mm -hmm. very vividly someone saying, "She's coming tonight," and it was almost like a face came through my window, right? And I couple that with a, an image of me lying in my bed. And this really, I'm just going to get my screen a little bit. So I'm going to try and do the best, the best visual representation of this woman here using my own face. Apologies, it'll not be spot on, but I'll try. Right? Absolutely. So, <laughs> so she was like, ah! like that. And she was very fucking old looking, haggy, white hair, proper stuff nightmares are made of right like the, like the, the witches kind of like proper old yeah epic. and it's like mate it's like i was looking through the bottom of uh i was looking through the bottom of the door and you can see the light and then you just hear this boom 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 you know we're straight through the door ah, like that and and i think something must have happened when i was a kid that either had me believing i'd seen that or i'd seen it but you know where it's just like I could be talking shite. The thing is, you've I'm got you've got a sister. Familiar. Familiar. I what? You've got a sister. Yeah. Older. No. Younger. Yeah. You could terrify your older brother. Um, How old were you? Didn't you, well? You say it's your younger. Well, to be fair, yeah. If, if she's younger than you, it's your youngest memory. That doesn't. Mm -hmm. It's my youngest memory. So my brother would have been obviously a couple of years older than me. But yeah. there's not still not there. not to make it convincing. Yeah. Strangest thing is, mate. I always felt like uh, like there's in that memory I was alone. There was no one else. I was in a room myself. And the best it was, I wasn't sleeping in my bed. I was in a sleeping bag on the floor. Yeah, Crazy, amazing. right? No, I was I was in a house that I don't recognise. I was just in a dark space. Ooh. If anybody's had something similar and knows what the fuck that was, 
please, yeah. please tell me. J Mac says, Matthew Man. <laughs> Doufer says, Neither did I, lol. I remember it going to Asda. Ha 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 ha. J Mac says, Lanzarote, mate. That's what I said, no? Yeah, I said Mallorca, but we'll let you away with it. Same thing. They're both owned by <laughs> Spain, it's fine. They're both on the planet. <laughs> <laughs> Close enough. J Mac says, That's the hag from Sleep Paralysis episodes. Hmm. Now I'd like to Google that image, but I I'm will imagine right now. I imagine that there's no Google image will be accurate to that. No, the let's find out. Hag, sleep, and I'm sure J Max told me that before, but I can't. I don't think you'll get an actual image. I can see it in my head still. That's the best. It is. It's imprinted in my my napper, mm. and nah, I never actually no. fully watched the episode. Nah, I'm not nah. seeing an image that that. That Looks represents convincing. what I've seen. It's Let's, the thing is, it's the content. Well, maybe I'm going to just write in creepy old lady and see if I get anything. Uh, if I get anything uh, from that. that, 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 that can I send this? Um, Why cannot? Oh, well, screw it. I'm not there was an old yet. hag image that I had, but it's not as. <laughs> no, it's not what I'm imagining. <laughs> J-Mac says either that or a, a junkie looking for a can of dragon soup. Hey, I floored a junkie yesterday, last night, at about... Well, it depends. I'm not telling you the area that I live in, just in case mm. the person like called the cops. Nah, I didn't. He didn't. He called nothing. Um, but it was Saturday night last night. I went and took the dog out at the request of my wife. Thanks for that. At like quarter to midnight <laughs> or whatever. I went out, right? And there's this area that I take the dog and there's fences to the point where there's only one entrance that's also the exit. And I I walk down with a dog. I'm looking at my phone as the dog's doing what she's doing, running about, no taking her pish. I'm like, come on, man, come on. Time's mm-hmm. it, man. Never do. This, yep. this guy walks like this, and he stops at the entrance of the wee grassy bit that I'm at, turns around, and starts walking down, but slowly towards where I'm at, right? Now, don't know about you, right? But then he puts his hands in his pocket. And I'm like... Nail him. Nail him. You all right, mate? I'm like, <laughs> you got an issues? You want uh, son? He never said anything, right? I walked up to him, because my dog's now going... Arr, arr. And I'm like, well, even the dog's no keen on you. So Your dog knows, that's it. Aye. And, and as well, I'm like, first off, who the fuck does that? Yeah. Who the fuck does that when somebody's walking the dog? Walks like that, right? So mm. I walked up to him, and I'm like, mate, you want to start, son? He said nothing. So my shoulder to his shoulder, I just went, fucko. And he hit the deck, right? Straight onto the ground. Didn't he get up? Right? So I was like, fuck it. And I just walked. He stayed on the ground. And as I'm walking away, I'm looking, he's still on the deck. Weird, eh? <laughs> and then I phoned my wife and I'm like, so you try to make a fucking walk dog at that time, man? I'm going to stand on these days. <laughs> really but what's mate... happened is some absolutely hammered geezers from... <laughs> walked up to you. Man. He's put his hands in his pockets because he's like, well, this will look less intimidating. Come up to you <laughs> to ask, one, where am I? Or how do I get home? And you've gone, nah. <laughs> Happy birthday to the ground. <laughs> he went fucking doing like a sack of tatties. It's so funny. <laughs> you sick bastard. I'm just being clear here that I was just trying to get him to get out my way because he was standing right where I was trying to walk in at fucking nearly midnight. That's some pish, mate. Right, and he's lucky ah, that he don't fucking do stand on his that. head, prick. Don't do that. 
Heather says, I know this is unrelated, Kev, but should I bring the cake <laughs> dishes and drop them off? Up to you, my pal. Um, it's all in your hands, whatever you'd like. Um, if you come earlier, I'll make you a coffee. <laughs> um, a banana coffee, your favourite. Craig Matthewman says, lol. <laughs> Heather just asking me questions. Matthewman says, can't hear you guys watching some mag- <laughs> mad magic show. <laughs> is it J is it J Mac trying to walk in a straight line? Is that the magic? <laughs> J Mac says, that's no like you. Uh what does he mean? What's no like me? No like me. The I never started. I never started. First off, wasn't it a fight? Didn't they start it? I was only trying to keep myself safe. He was standing there. He had mm-hmm. plenty of time to say something, right? He was standing there at that time of night. Hands yeah, you've got no teeth, it's hard to say anything. <laughs> Staring Excuse at me, me like... pal. Can you... <laughs> <laughs> oh, Is funny. he still there? Have you went back to check? <laughs> I went check this morning because I thought, what if he's dead? Do you know what? I actually I... came home and I goes, what if he's dead and like chucking on a sick? And then I went, do you what? I don't give a fuck. No. I actually don't give a fuck because see folk like that. No fuck himself. Uh, ne- ne- Had it been somebody else, obviously, it's a bit less intimate. I get that. Aye, but mate, mate, the way he walked, he just stopped, Aye, looked, and the then thing, walked. You've got to, started you've got walking to towards yourself. me. I put my phone, like, I literally put my phone away and I'm like, like, no, this some John Wayne shit. The cunt's walking me like a gunslinger. I was like, nah, nah, mate, yeah, you state your intentions now, you can't, or you'll have less if you. Anyway. <laughs> 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 And the funniest thing is, I was expecting like a proper fight when I nudged him at the way, and that he just like flew like a napkin, man. Just <laughs> lay there. <laughs> Michaela says, "Was it maybe that woman from the prank video where the car is got?" No, do you know what? I like. I that know exactly video. what you're talking about. I like no. that video. Class video, but um, it was. I was younger. I was younger at the time, so it, it definitely was that even that. happened. Yeah, and it's no that she's me a zombie looking. This woman was just old, mm-hmm. and looked like sinister. But she didn't do anything. Is it, it like the? Um... Again, I realise it's it's that that was all after it was when we'd grown up. The music video for tribute, Tenacious D at the end. It's the old woman that picks up the record and does that weird kind of devil. <laughs> that one. Similar, Aye. similar, but no, she was still more terrifying. Eh? Mm. Heather Dow says, "Out his heat." J Mac says, "Is he still there?" J Mac, no, I've confirmed he's still Aye. not there. Uh, Kev's like, there was a lot of blood, but but that could have been anybody. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it was not anybody's. Um, no. It was most definitely there was no blood. There was no blood. Um, <laughs> Ward, hey Ward, nice that to man. see you, mate. This is a fella from Twitter who runs some what do they call them? It's essentially clubhouse rooms. And oh, he okay. talks about wrestling. Um, so yeah, cool. go definitely check that out. Go and follow him on Twitter if you like talking about wrestling. I've not had as much of a chance to tune in as much as I'd like to, but when you're right. when you're twisting and spinning a billion plates, it's very hard. But I will definitely come back into the room. So anybody that wants to go and check out some good wrestling chat, go follow Ward on Twitter. Tyferon yeah. says while I was out walking with my daughter, we had one guy walk in front of us and stop and start throwing handfuls of someone's drive stones up in the air while start staring at us. We went the other way. Mate, well, we're from the same area. I hope that was him. That I'm not <laughs> I hope that was him. Uh, people uh, can be really weird. They can. Yeah, but they you know can. what? They, they can, can be really weird the fuck away from me. Yeah. <laughs> right? The thing is, like, see... <laughs> Mostly, I know we like we talk about paranormal stuff and yeah. you know, most of that. Ironically enough, the, the most dangerous thing is actually people. Yeah, right? that is right. by far, by far. 
Because um, it's like that people are assholes and then they die yeah. and they're like assholes, but they can't do as much as an asshole, I, right? Exactly. Like, I mean, it's a, I, I mean, I'm the same as you. Like, I don't get a lot of hassle or a lot of abuse. Like, when I walk about, I just, uh, <laughs> it was probably Lewis Capaldi, says J Mac. Unlikely because he would have at least said, Hi, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> right? Um, no, the guy possibly. was. I was older. I was much older than that, I believe, because his posture and all that. Just some mate. Imagine he was a ghost. Have you just sent a ghost back to hell? I just like. <laughs> to be fair, he was there until I, until I like couldn't see him because I kept looking back, expecting him to well, get up and blah. Most things oh! are there until you can't see them. To be honest. <laughs> Aye, but I was expecting him to get up and like chase me down or something, but he was just like... I showed you how out of it he was then. Either that or the floor was undoubtedly comfy. Well, he kind of landed on the the grassy area. It was... I kind of gave him... In wrestling, for those of you that aren't aware, I used to do professional wrestling, and the whole clothesline, like when you clothesline someone, the arm is just a prop. It's here where you... It's shoulder to shoulder now. There's a way you can do it in which if the person that you're you're taking down with a clothesline decides they don't want to sell that, there's a way you can do it in which you step forward and you make them do it. <laughs> and that's pretty much what I've done because I thought that would be safer. Uh, yep. <laughs> Janice says, <laughs> there's there's weird and then there's evil. Hey, hey, amen to that. And Ward then there's says, junkies, which is just a totally different kettle of fish. Exactly. Ward says, do you guys know more about sleep paralyzing i am struggling with it for 15 years now and it's getting more and more every year hey well we've spoke a little bit on uh, sleep paralysis yeah but listen J Mac actually has more experience with that than any of us here yeah. that i believe right yeah he does yep we shall talk about that again at length yep. uh yep. ward absolutely so you're aware there's another guy <laughs> the, the the guy in the picture that's right at the front he's usually here but right now he's in Mallorca or something like that. New York or something. Glasgow. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> he's not here tonight. Uh, well, he's here. He's in the comments. But uh, you need to hear He's here in spirit. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't know what, what you could do to, to combat sleep paralysis. The thing is, it's a lot of stress-induced. Um, it's mm-hmm. lack of REM sleep, which is brought on by... Listen to uh, the expert, by the way. The floor is his. The floor is uh, his. I'm no an expert. I just, I just read. Them. You know all about that stuff. But I basically, it's um, like REM sleep is the is the sleep that allows you to process uh, memories and uh, cognitive development. Um, and without it, your brain basically goes into like hyperactive drive, which is what can cause insomnia and is a potential cause for sleep paralysis. So most of it is stress induced. So find ways to, to to relax before bed, basically, be it meditation, a good cup of tea, um, a kid's movie, um, you know, something, I don't realise it sounds pathetic, but it, it does work, you know. Oh, no. uh, I, I actually, I've uh, follow uh, a couple of people online that tell stories and stuff like that, and there's a woman that suffers with night terrors, which is, along the similar sort of line of sleep paralysis. And before going to bed every night without fail, she watches Mary Poppins hmm. because it's the only thing that calms her brain. So that's something that might... That and a spoonful of sugar? <laughs> definitely no sugar, man. Definitely... <laughs> Ward says, okay, no right. problem. J-Mac, yeah. this is the Just... guy, this is our co-host, says, 
just don't sleep, then it's just paralysis. But yeah, happy to tackle it again on another show. We Absolutely. really should. Absolutely. J-Mac and I, our first ever show that we've done together, which basically birthed this juggernaut of a of a podcast um, podcast family, was mm. when we spoke about his time in having sleep paralysis i don't i've had it twice but i'm going to save that for another show i'm going to say that mm. i believe to have had it twice but yeah uh, we will save that for another show he says ward says but why are they like horror movies shadows trying to do things to me and stuff well subconscious projections that make you live out fears same as a, a night terror or a nightmare except the thing is it's a part of your brain that hasn't woken up yet so so the way you wake up is there's like different modes that have to work or wake up in sequence in order for you to wake up fully cognitive. The bit that works on motor function can sometimes delay. Um, and when you wake up prior to that, so if you your if your eyes are awake, your ears are awake, you know, if your your senses are awake, but your your motor functions are not, then you're unable to move. So therefore your body starts to panic. And that sets in fear, which kickstarts all your horror movie style projections. So that's why. I don't mind a wee horror movie here and there. Oh, I love a horror movie, man. Love Aye, it. I mean, Absolutely. if I'm in control, like I think I always... Oh, no. Oh, see, I've had a, a good, dream or two. A good nightmare. Oh, see that wake up in a cold sweat and you're just... Oh, I love that. I love that feeling. So I actually... I've had a dream once where I was like, I felt... Like I said to myself in the dream, this isn't real as a dream because it was one too good, right? Mm, so become lucid dreaming. Right. But then there was another time where I was like, I'm aware I'm in a dream. And then I started cycling with no bike. I started cycling in the air because I was aware that it was a dream. So that's, um, that's uh, what's that called? Um, I don't know. Is that like lucid? Figured it out. Well, it's lucid dreaming, yeah. Mm-hmm. Lucid dreaming is when you're you're you know you're dreaming, but you mm-hmm. have control. Um, and it's it's actually a trait for uh hyper intelligent people, which people with really high IQs. Um, not that you don't, but anyone can develop it, but it's something that is easier to control with your IQ basis and is um basically yeah, to be playing compliment. Uh, and then, <laughs> and uh, basically it's something that like super geniuses use to plan and study and, and develop <laughs> ideas while they're asleep because basically it c- continues their uh development process. Oh I J Max says started cycling with no bike, nearly shot myself laughing there. <laughs> <laughs> Heather, of course, Heather, nine times out of ten I have lucid dreams. Right, Heather, we know you're smart. i'm kidding of course of course why wouldn't you janice says surround yourself with white light like a shield and put yourself in a calm state of mind i don't know about you like but a ton of white light to me and they put me in no calm state (laughs) typheron says on topic one i was doing a network install in our new glasgow office that'll be why i couldn't find jim bathgate was only me and one of the company directors on site at the time mid-afternoon i am checking network points which means walking from the comms room to the point and back i hear someone say very clearly yes very close to me shut up kieran it's demons only explanation says james sorry sorry man sorry demons (laughs) all the way all typheron says Though the director was talking to me, 
no, sorry, thought the director was talking yeah. to me. So I go looking for him, and it turns out I was alone as he was out getting late lunch. <gasps> Typheron says, office is in an old tenement building in Glasgow, and the floor above, below, and below us was unoccupied at the time. Oh, and then J Max says that, uh, mate, like that's it. that's that's I like it. Mate, more. I'm still waiting on Typheron coming on the show. Yeah, I'd love to have a, a proper conversation with him. Mm-hmm. Although, Lord considering said, we all live in yeah. close proximity, let's go grab a I pint know. Yes, absolutely. You have to, if you don't want to come on to this and you don't want to be faced like on camera, just come and have a chat with us anyway. Yeah, of course. Ward says, I can control all my dreams. Learned myself to do it that so, time by time. So, you're I very. Would, what I would suggest then at that point when you start having sleep paralysis is know that's what you're doing. And then basically, if you can control your dreams, it's the same idea. So if you start waking up and you're not fully awake, reiterate to yourself that you're not awake yet, it's still a dream, and allow your body the time to recover. Well, put it this way. See if you see a guy with claws and you're in a boiler room. Run, bitch, run! But don't go in a bath. That doesn't work either. Uh... No. And if you see a guy coming at you, uh, with one big fuck off hand and it's like a mad clock going down <laughs> run bitch run <laughs> Heather does says I don't think my eye my equi is particularly high <laughs> Heather says I have this thing in my dreams if it's a bad one like being chased by clowns I have I just have to find an oak leaf and put it on my face and I can wake up. Mate, that's like back when you that's get stung off a wee sting in it or you get a doken leaf. A doken leaf. And apparently <laughs> remember them. I remember them. Apparently it takes a sting out. I don't know if it was just a placebo. No, um, it does. It does. Yeah. It's I could I could explain that as well, but um yeah. <laughs> Kieran, I'll let you read this one. All right. Uh so Mikhail Manzakova said I had a weird dream recently. The dream itself wasn't scary and I told Kieran about it and I had about it. I had a dream. I was given a piece of paper and I was trying to read it. You know how you can't read in your dreams, which is physically impossible. You cannot read in your dreams. Um, it took me ages to read it and I finally made out some of the words. Saturday the 10th of September, birthday party. When I told Kieran about it, uh, out of curiosity, we looked at the calendar this year and it turns out the 10th of September does actually fall on a Saturday. Uh... That is a bit bizarre. Uh... And yeah. to be fair, it's not something you look up. Like our our calendar as well is not like a big, you know, yearly one where you can see everything. It is month, you know, flip page month, but the page. So unless yeah. you're looking for September, you're not going to know. Hmm. Dofer says, "I try to read things in my dreams, and if I can't, and it's all gibberish, then I, I know it's just a dream." Yeah, gibberish. One of is the things. Really? You, yeah, it's one of the things you can't do is read. Uh, also, apparently, um, another one is there's no mobile phones in dreams. Uh, I remember reading a thing about that. I don't know if that's still the case, um, but I, I remember somebody telling me about that a while ago. I remember speaking to a fella who had burst legs, right? So he was in a wheelchair. And uh, in his dream, he still walks. In oh, his right. dream, he can walk, right? It's like blind people. I wonder what a blind person who's always been blind dreams of. Oh, uh, so there's a guy on YouTube 
I will find him and I'll send you him. He uh, absolutely fascinating guy. I can't remember his name, um, and I apologize. But basically, this guy uh, does a whole series of answering questions, and he talks about how he describes what colors are, what he sees when he dreams, because he do still dream. Um, because it's an internal reflection of your subconscious. It's not what you physically see. Mm. Um, so, and that's why sometimes your dreams can be things you don't understand because you don't actually know what they are and all these things. So, um, but this guy is absolutely fantastic. I'll need, I'll find out who he is and I'll send you him because he is absolutely brilliant. Mm. Well, um, let me tell you yeah, this. You're, you're right with that. Let me tell you this. This is a story actually I've never told before. My dad told it to me and it was only a year ago or something like that. So mm. I had a nice wee old granny, right? English granny down in England, of course, right? Right, J Mac. Right. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, so she was obviously she'd kind of gone into a semi coma or something. And people were, her family, including my dad, were around her talking to her, kissing her hand and saying, you know, the long goodbye. Now, she did, she did pass, but before she passed, she gained consciousness again. Mm-hmm. came back and spoke and she said i could hear every word you were saying just i didn't have any strength to speak to you but i was there now now think about that so she was she was there fully when so, she was unable to move and they were saying their goodbyes and she confirmed so a, yeah so there's a, a a medical phenomenon called the surge um, and it's basically, it's exactly what you say, it's the last lease of life uh, before somebody passes. Um, and there's, 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 I think there's a few uh, potential theories as to why it happens. Um, I don't actually, I don't actually know why it happens, but I know, a, I know a potential reason. Um, and one of them is, is the, is the last ditch attempt to alleviate thoughts before you pass or anything like that. Um, but yeah, it's called the surge and it's a, it's a, genuine medical uh documentary thing um, that's and it is it's metal. absolutely it's, it's crazy utterly crazy um it actually you is, can yeah. be in a coma well comas are a weird one as well because comas tend to be the shutting down of your non-essential motor functions and non-essential bodily functions hmm. um but there's parts of you that are still you know, still ticking. And if it's a medically induced coma, usually your heart's still working, your kidney's still working, all these things. Uh, but you don't eat, you don't, you know, you're not awake, you can't move, uh, you don't talk. But that doesn't mean that your brain function doesn't work because obviously that's how they measure comas is how your brain functions and how they, they can fluctuate through stimulus. Mm-hmm. So it, so your brain doesn't shut down. Um which is crazy considering you, when you come out of a coma, some people, I mean, there have been, you know, there's been cases and people have said when they come out of a coma, they remembered everything. Um, and then some people come out of coma and not have a clue, not have a clue mm. what's going on. Um, but maybe that's tied in with, you know, the, 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 the surge before uh, your grand passed that, that those two tied in together meant that she was able to physically remember all of those conversations. So I don't know. That's, that's a weird. That's cool. I like that. It is cool. A really non mor in a really morbid way. I've just said I, I like that. You told me you're your grand died, and I've just said I like it. Awesome. <laughs> no, but you know I, what I mean. You know, in that sense, I it's um, that's that's really interesting. It's mental, isn't it? Um, we've got another Absolutely. here. 
Doufer says, I've always heard that you can only fly in dreams at the eye height unless you are on something or holding something. Well, Not I've true. flown. <laughs> yeah, I'm Here's another thing, baby. Yep. Here's another thing. You ever tried to run in your dream and you can't oh. run, but you turn backwards. Yeah, and then turn backwards and you can run properly. Or oh, yeah. you try to scream and you can't. I had a dream once where oh, I was horrible. trying to scream. Somebody was trying to take me out of my bedroom. Again, when I was a kid, somebody mm. tried to take me out of my bedroom and I'm like that. And they're like, ah, <laughs> and I'm just like, oh. I've had a now, few. To be fair, what do you go? No, no, no. I was just saying. Now I'm just, I, I'm just more raging. See, when somebody tries to do something, I'm like raging straight away. Like, why are you even doing this? So I'm See, just I've... like, have at you, prick. <laughs> Dick, I've had a few. Um, I've had a few dreams like that, and there have been a few times that I've woke up and then woke Michael up as well. Like, just, like, just screaming. Yeah, I have no idea why, and I wake up and and she's like, "You all right? Where are you?" And I'm like, "What? What's going on?" Mm. Like you just you wake up and you're just going at it, and I don't know why. Yeah, I, it's weird that that happens. Um, but try and scream in a dream, and you're just like, Ehh. nothing works. Yeah. And again, I think that's fear induced, and they all mean something. It's the same when you lose your teeth. It's about uh, yeah, you spit your teeth out, man. I've done is, that. Is teeth to do with financial stuff? Is that what that is? Can't remember no, if losing your teeth is to do with money. I think they losing... say it's um or it's, no, no, it's lost. It's when somebody dies, usually. No, because I, I thought it was to do with uh your self-conscious, where you're feeling self-conscious of yourself. Because I've not had money troubles as a child, you know, but I had I, I definitely had my I remember spitting my teeth out in my dreams. Yeah. Like <laughs> Michaela says, apparently there are no mirrors or food in dreams either. Hmm. Can't say I've ever seen a mirror. Rosebank oh. Ross. Rosebank Ross, welcome to Jabber Jabber Podcast. I don't think we've oh, experienced you on the show yet. Um, Rosebanks Ross, that's, that's a cool name, says, I've experienced the not being able to read text in dreams quite a mm. few times. Um, tell us more about that, Rosebank Ross. Heather Dow says, no teeth is to do with feeling out of control. Out of control, uh, when something changes without your control, yeah. Mm, I've just, yeah. I looked that one up long, no long ago. Yeah. Ah, that's... I think that's, that's a really uh, common dream for people. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's then, it's definitely something that we've uh, that we've all had at some point. I think Kevin Bridges even does a bit about it, which is really does, funny. Yeah. Yeah, and he says, "Mom, I'm trying to save you while spitting my teeth." <laughs> <laughs> really, really good. I do um, like Kevin Bridges. Kevin Bridges is phenomenal. Yes. I, by the way, on a on a a, a related, not a non-related subject here. Um, anybody that follows Bobby the Barman, be prepared. Uh, reason being is because I believe his Instagram account is currently occupied by a scammer. So. I'm going to walk you through a wee story, and it's a, it's an interesting wee story, and I've got a wee a wee something here to, to mm. back up my story, which is a wee bit funny, right? But um, so I've had a few conversations with Bobby the Barman because we chat a little bit about a few things, trying to get events sorted, etc., etc. Now I had to, so I contacted them. We were speaking a little bit about on. Instagram and it kind of the conversation went dead a little bit right we've got mutual friends and all this right 
really mad what happened. So I woke up this morning to a te- like a, a a private message from his account, which is confirmed that was him, right? And he's like, I, I mean, I'll, I'll I've prepared <laughs> I've prepared the screenshots, so I'll read it through nice. here, okay? And for anybody that's not local to Scotland, Bobby the Barman, it's Gavin Mitchell. He's part of a really popular one of the most popular tv shows still game and many other projects mm-hmm. um so here we go check us out right so as you see here hi i'm contesting for an ambassadorship spot at the online influencers hold on till i move heather con uh, comment i will get back to the comments in a sec guy i can see they're all building mm-hmm. up says, hi i'm contesting for an ambassadorship spot at an online influencers program can you please vote for me straight away alarm bells ringing i'm like bobby never sends me a kiss right no <laughs> well, let's go through this together guys right? so seem like yeah. a guy to do that but right so i'm like so there's conversations before this but i've i've not screenshotted them because it was about mm. something else right so yes mate of course where can i vote right so there's me kind of going hmm maybe i just sent a kiss because he thought that was his message or something right easily done right he says i'll send you your entry link all you have to do is screenshot it and send it back to me here so I'll send it to my sponsor. I'm like, cool, no worries, we'll play along. I couldn't send your entry link. I'm like, okay, it's just connect your phone number with your IG, Instagram, and then I'll send your entry link. I'm like, okay, done. So I've connected now my phone to Instagram, which is completely safe because you can do that anytime, yeah. right? Yeah. I just sent your entry link now. Now, what's happening here is with the minute you connect your phone to it, Right, Instagram will send you a link. Not this guy, but Instagram will send you a link. Mm. Do not tap on it. Send screenshot only. And the reason he's asking me not to tap on it is because if when I tap on it, it expires. Right. So that link gains me access to my Instagram. Yeah. So they're telling me do not tap on it because that means that link will expire. Have you gotten it yet? Right. The bit forward here, eh, chasing me up. I have. Yes. Okay, take screenshot only for confirmation. I say, keep showing me an image. <laughs> You're not supposed to tap on it. I says, I haven't. I screenshot it and gives me an image. Yes, send it here with me for confirmation. It just keeps coming up with this. And as we both be saying, dirty, rotten, stinking, scamming bastard. Look at you being judged by Bobby for using his Insta scam folk. <laughs> so, Amazing. morally the story, morally the story. Anyone that is contacted by anybody asking you to do something like that, it's yep. a, it's a, he's Bobby the Barman. He doesn't need to screenshot. He doesn't need to send no. screenshots. Surely it should just be a link. You follow it. You hit vote, go. And even then, find the link yourself, right? Anybody mm. that has had that contact from Gavin Mitchell, please, uh, A, do not follow anything, report it, and B, know that it's no Gavin Mitchell, right? It's no him. Um, so yeah, back back to the comments here. In fact, just you before we just jump uh-huh. onto that, uh-huh. um, on scummy rotten bastards. Oh well. Um, apparently, there's a new thing going on now, um, where the the degenerates of society that just need to just die and do us all a favor. Um, I found a new method of prolonging the poor existence of life where they are tanning windows, which for for our, our wider audience, tanning windows is basically breaking a window um, and stealing our blue disabled badge, 
which grants you per- that's all it does is grant you permission to park in a space. It does nothing else. But for some reason, uh, scum of society th- need this more than the people that actually need the badge. So they're doing this uh, throughout pretty much most of Scotland, as far as I'm aware. Um, and I mention this because uh, I've been dealing with my grand's car this weekend, who uh, at the tail end of last week had hers broken into and stolen. Uh, and honestly, it, it, I can't, I can't actually fathom how shit a human being you have to be to want to do that to someone that actually is disabled and is probably elderly. It, it just infuriates me to no end. And if I find out, obviously it's all gone through the correct channels and police are involved in all these things, but if I find anybody doing it, if I catch anyone doing it, I will personally squeeze the life out of you. By hugging. Don't stop until you've gone blue. Because <laughs> it just, I can't wrap my head around this. I can't wrap my head around how you can be that person. Like, how low must you have to stoop to think this is a good idea? And then they're selling them on. I should rephrase that as well. They're not just stealing from game. No, they're selling them on for other people to park in a disabled bay. Like, that gets you far in life. It's just, honestly, scum. Moving on. There we go. I All felt right. like I had to get that one out. Amen to that, mate. It's some some bullshit right there um yeah. thingy back so, to comments hi <laughs> and then i'm going to show you the picture i found of the hag that i believe to be the closest thing that i saw from that woman. i found something excellent. to be the closest michael says self-conscious is when you turn up somewhere with no trousers on ah but i've oh, done that in real life presentation I, naked yep been and, and i was i was conscious and <laughs> 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 dreams michaela says aptly put Max says, I had a dream that my teeth turned into orange peel when I was trying to talk to Arnold Schwarzenegger. Explain that one. I think probably because your most anticipated happenings in life, your events, uh, like I've had dreams where, I, where I've had a big show on or something and I've turned up ill-prepared. It's probably the worst case scenario. And I think yeah. you have an orange peel for teeth when you go to speak to Arnie. It's just fucking typical, eh? And that's pretty much how I would Fresh explain breath, it. Though. At least it'll smell very citrusy. Citrus. <laughs> Janice Marie Faust says, the human brain is a weird thing. She's not wrong. She I think... Not wrong. I mean, hey, who knows? A lot of what we're, go- a lot of what's going on right now, may actually just be from the human brain and nothing else. Yeah. You know, when you actually consider, I mean, we could get deep, deep, deep here, but when you consider what we actually are, what life is, the whole meaning of everything, oh. mate, he's just going to burst like a grape. Um, want me to show you what my? Uh, yes. N- now, bear in mind, this isn't, this isn't spot on. It's the closest thing I could find. Closest you've seen so far. Of the woman bursting through the door and screaming in my fucking face, right? Look at this bitch. Ooh. Right? Like that. But imagine her eyes are are fixated on you, right? And she's proper screaming and she, her eyes are like, it's the eyes, man. And she's proper like, she's like, "Ah." it was fucking terrifying. (laughs) There's genuinely only, only two things in the world that I'm scared of. And it's like a properly like, deep-seated fear. Mm-hmm. Is nuns, for reasons I don't understand, <laughs> and China dolls. And she looks like a creepy China doll. And the thing that freaks me out with China dolls is the eyes. 
Mm. It's like the same with the paintings that like follow you whenever you look. They're very cleverly done. I will not disagree with that. But China dolls terrify me, and that's what that woman's eyes look like. So it's I can only eyes. imagine that as a wee kid, that running through those screaming at you. <laughs> <laughs> Jay Max says, I'm sure she works at Londis. <laughs> Janice says, Wow, she's so pretty. Ain't she just Jay Mac would beautiful? John Fulton said, Would shit my pants, man. Hey, Absolutely. I am telling you right now right. that Absolutely. why is why is that image in my mind? I can see it right now. And I think the room I was in was in my grand's house, even though I was not in there at the time of it. Uh, mm. I was on a sleeping bag on the floor. Very, very, very strange. Um uh, maybe it was sleep paralysis as a child. Maybe so you talk right. about um, talk about like grand's houses. Like uh, I used to live in my grand's house. Then yeah, she didn't live there. She just you know whatever. Um, and I'd lived there for a while. And and uh, our next her next door neighbor uh, was a lovely old lady who passed away. She was really old, like really really old. But one of these like ridiculously independent old ladies that just never had carers. She was just entirely on her own. She just got on with things. And she died. And there was one day I was lying in my bed, uh, and I had a I had a flatmate, uh, a, a pal of mine, um, called Tom, wonderful mm -hmm. man. Uh, mm -hmm. And he was, uh, I thought, you know, so I, I was kind of half asleep. And at that point, I worked, uh, I worked for a pub, so I was used to like ridiculous late nights and all that. So you come early in the morning, you're never quite with it. Um, and the bedroom door opened, and a head kind of popped in, and then I went away again. Um, and uh, I was like, all right, okay, it's just Tom checking if I'm home or if I'm up or whatever because he's away to work because that's what usually happened. Usually we'd, you know, we'd say I'm away to work, whatever. Um, and then I was awake at that point. I'm like, okay, there was no door, nothing, like stairs didn't move in like that. So I got up and I was like, Tom, shouting on him, nothing. Sent my message. He hadn't been home yet. He was still at work. The door was locked. Everything was there. But somebody popped their head inside the bedroom door. And I seen them, and it was only afterwards, a long time ago afterwards, that I actually started to think about it. And it turned, well, I, I'm putting it down to being uh, my grand's neighbour, my old lady, um, who I knew, and you know, I'd, she was lovely. I was really friendly with her, you know, that. But I, that's who I'm putting it down to, um, that she popped her head in the door, uh, and and that's another one I've not been able to 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 rationale. Shake, mate. That's terrifying. What was yeah. the story? Um, I heard this one years ago that a woman went to see a medium and she's like, You know, tell me about my future. And the woman looks at her and she's like, Oh no, she's like, Okay, she says, But I need to get a promise something. She's like, I'm gonna write down something on a piece of paper and you need to promise not to read this until you get home. And she's like, Okay, okay, fine. She takes a piece of paper and writes it, gives it to her, says, you can't read this until you get home, okay? Carol's like, okay, that's fine. And I heard this story from someone who says she knew this person, right? So it was mm. no like one of those old fables. It was something that she said she, she knew someone. She knew them, okay. Now, this woman gets back in her car, travels home, doesn't make it home because she's involved in the car crash. She dies. And that piece of paper that was recovered from, you know, within her belongings says, you have no future. Oh. So that medium would have been like, oh, I know what's about to happen when she leaves here. I can't now, tell her. 
what a prick, man. <laughs> you know, yep. all right, all right, we Davy man, just have a seat, right? Another 20 minutes, and then yep. you can go home. Aye. Do you know what I mean? What See, this is right? what, like, and this is one of the, I mean, I'm not going into the whole medium argument again, <laughs> but one of the things that I find potentially an issue with it, um, and that example actually discredits what I'm thinking. Because um, normally I would say that there's always that that suggested behaviour thing. It's like saying, you know, you get you do that and whatever, and somebody says to you, actually, something incredible is going to happen to you tomorrow. You're going to spend the whole day tomorrow looking for something to imagine that that is your incredible feeling. So therefore, if somebody says to you, well, you have no future, well, you're going to go home depressed as shit. <laughs> you know, that's just mm. what you're going to do. You're going to go home and, and, and paint, the, paint your wall. Um, mm. as we've started calling it. That's, I'm sticking with that. This is your fault. Mm. Um, but that's the thing. So if that's suggested behaviour, but then this story actually is the opposite of that. Mm. I'm assuming and she never read the paper. That's, no, that's, it was still that's, folded. That's, and you know, um, what was I saying there? Ah, oh, I lost it. It was to do with that as well. Yeah, oh, I lost it. I no, it's all right. No, no, it's fine. <laughs> I, I had something to say there too. Uh, John Fulton said, "Would shit my pants, man." J Mac said, "It'll be somebody trying to make you <laughs> to make you take a PPI clean." <laughs> John Fulton says, "Got off a bus three stops early because there was an old woman sitting across from me, staring creepy old bastard." Hey, <laughs> should have got confirmation that she was actually sitting there. J Mac says, right. "Old women and girls in horror movies scare the." pumps out of me Jenny yep. yep. <laughs> says wow I mean it's, yeah. a, it's a scary and poor women paid that session only to be sent to her death well well not necessarily because she was never told so mm. sent to the old death eh? and this is one of these things that like oh, I'm, a, I'm a sad geek but like it's a big thing in like shows like Doctor Who and that are um it's portrayed in that for popular culture, but like um, for for high end um, space time physics and you know and all these kind of things, there's there's things that are classified as fixed points in timelines that can't be changed, and it, it is potentially that 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 was one of those points that was a fixed point and couldn't be changed, and would have happened irrelevant of one way or another. So there was no point in telling her. And if said person is a, a genuine clairvoyant, a genuine medium that knows what's happened, if you are at that level where you actually know, then you would know it's a fixed point that can't be changed. So there's no point in changing it. How you then go home and rest easy that night is a different story. Um, but that's something I, 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 yeah, I'd have to rationale that one as down to potentially being a fixed point. And there was no other outcome of it. Before we wrap up the show, Kieran, was there any other stories you had that you really wanted to? I've got a. Uh, to be fair, I there's a couple. There's a, there's there's a couple of cool ones. Um, da, 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 da. Yeah, I'll go with this one. Um, this is one that actually uh, you had sent me across. Nice, nice. It, uh, it's about the um, the Mercer Williams house in Savannah, Georgia. Um, 
So basically, it's the premise, and it's a bit of backstory about the the house. So it's located uh, across from uh, Savannah, Georgia, is um, this big historic uh, Mercer Williams house, which dates back to 1860. Oh, my voice is playing back. Um, <laughs> that was weird. <laughs> um, so it was actually. Um, yeah, in the, late, in the early uh, 1970s, a uh, preservationist and antique dealer, Jim Williams, uh, restored the mm. home to its former glory after having several years of neglect. Um, the, the house itself has uh, seen a, far, a lot of untimely deaths uh, over the years, including that of a 11-year-old boy named Tommy Downs, who fell off the roof in 1969. Uh, in 1981, there was also a fatal shooting of uh, a gentleman named Danny Hansford um, by Williams uh, himself. And uh, and then Williams himself, when he died in the same room as Hansford, uh, less than a year after being acquitted for the guy's death. So he uh, basically shot a guy, um, got away with it, <laughs> and then died anyway. So uh, <laughs> karma came around heavy on that one. Um, and if that story sounds familiar, um, it's because it's the uh, it's the, this, the premise of the the book, uh, the Midnight in the Garden of Good and Evil, um, mm. which is a book I actually have not read. I'm intrigued to find out about it, actually. Um, mm. So yeah, much like the rest of the city, the home was supposedly built right on top of uh, a series of unmarked graves, like. Like, I think every home in most of America seems to be built on top of unmarked graves, but that's what happens when you're <laughs> an entire race. Ah, um, true that, yeah. So, uh, again, so it's, it's filled with rumours and it's filled with um, potentially ghosting hauntings and uh, to this day um, sees a lot of paranormal investigators and paranormal activity. Um, and it's just a house that, that it's, uh, it's a beautiful, beautiful house, um, but it is definitely somewhere that if I get the chance, I'm, I'm, I'm pitching to go. Uh, down in Georgia. Cool. It would be very cool. I'm going to add it to my list of places I want to go to. We shall definitely check that out sometime when we have a, a big budget to move about and see all these crazy, horrible places. Um, mm-hmm. It does, uh, for, a, for a country that seems to have slaughtered a full race, they definitely call themselves the land of the free. <laughs> free for who? <laughs> land of the free built on slavery. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a whole political debate after that. But um, you'll yeah. find us uh, talking about that in Clubhouse, where J Mac will be starting his own channel. <laughs> the thing is, as well, is that, and, and I had actually heard a, a story talking about this today, um, and it was um, the thing about all of that is there's there's you know, there's no one alive today that caused that. It's not their fault that all of that happened. So still pinning it on on. On, on certain people um, by all means still do it I'm not saying it was it was a horrific thing but like mm. um, it's not there's nobody alive today that was the cause of that so it, it's hard to kind of deal with something that there's nobody to hold accountable for yeah. um, and it's yeah the whole time period was just utterly insane utterly utterly insane I mean that's what we should that knows any better right enough we should uh, we should look up some ghostly stories from the slave years because nobody was happy then, mate. So well, I've actually I've heard of some uh, to do with actually on on the ships. 
mm. um, that I need to hunt out. Um, but I have been told some about uh, stories on the ships of hauntings and considering how many people died on the crossings and the ships and, you know, people that never actually made it across um, and their bodies were just chucked in the sea or, you know, and, and there has to be some unbelievable stories. Tragedies like that don't, can't go unnoticed. Mm-hmm. Like how can how can one guy getting shot becomes a haunting, but massacring thousands of people? It's just like ah, it's fine. <laughs> Which we know is not the case because obviously all these houses that are built on burial grounds are all haunted to shit. So, mm, well, I'm looking forward to looking into all these crazy, crazy happenings, mate. Absolutely. If there's anybody, well, there is. I can see you all, but with you guys <laughs> watching at home gonna send us some of the topics you'd like us to cover uh even yeah. from a uh a, a debate standpoint kieran's very good at throwing the facts out jmac and i are very good at getting lost in the woods jmac says i think there should be some old money reparations paid out to the charities for ethnic minorities like if your family has been loaded since slavery get your wallet out. Uh, that would be something. That would be something. My phone! My fucking phone! That cost me 500 quid! Yes! <laughs> What's that? The voice of an old slave. <laughs> on that note, on that note, guys, thank you for tuning in with us tonight. It's been phenomenal as always yeah, uh, J-Mac cool. will be back on the next episode we've got a lot of moving parts happening uh, behind the scenes which uh, are starting to calm down a little bit now so you'll see more and more and more of the good stuff yeah. coming very very soon J-Mac sends his laughs uh, yeah. it's been a blo- it's been a blast Kieran would you like to say anything to the Just, um, watching? yeah as always I mean thanks for, for checking us out and sending stories and questions and stuff like Hoping to do a lot more going forward. Um, I think actually, oh, you don't even know this, Kev. Um, organized to get some really cool guests coming on. Um, uh-huh. some, some Q and A's and some uh, potential future, uh, some future work with. So it's going to, and be we're going to do live stuff as well. Uh, yeah, so absolutely. Absolutely. As soon as we get the right person, if you're from the Scotland area, <laughs> and if you're from, uh, if you're in Scotland and you're fairly near where we are, and absolutely. you're paranormally perfect. Get in contact. Let's do something together. Let's do a live show. Let's get everybody in the same room. Absolutely. Um, and uh, as always, thank you. You can everybody. laugh at us in person. Exactly. You can meet us and we'll hang out and take some pictures and that stuff. Janice Correct. says, always a pleasure to watch you, lads. Janice, it's always a pleasure to have you in the comments. You it always is, feel it is, it is. That's thank why it's called... taking us out for across the pond. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's called Paranormal Patter because we just come here to banter and you guys are just as much part of the patter as we are. Absolutely. Guys, it's been fantastic. And as always, thank you for tuning in and sticking with us and subscribing. You always come out for us. So we love it and we love you guys. So have a great week and we will see you next week. Take it easy, guys. Thank you for listening. Paranormal Power with Kev, J. Mike, and Kieran in association with Jibber Jabber Podcast. You can watch future episodes live on Facebook Live. You can also catch up on our previous episodes on Apple Podcasts, Audible, Spotify, and any available podcast database. Don't forget to check out our website at www. 
jibberjabberpodcast.com. Good night and sleep tight. Yeah!